Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. What's going on, Pharaoh Radio family and world? It's your boy, Jay Rated R, and you are tuning into another, another wonderful alert <laughs> update on Pharaoh Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first, no doubt. Family, I just want to uh, thank those of you who have been supporting Pharaoh Radio. I say this all the time, but I mean it every time I say it. You never can give too much thanks, especially when there are people who actually support uh, what you do, whether they agree to it or not, you guys take the time out of your busy schedules and days to make time to listen to your boy here. Tell you whatever's coming out of his mouth. Um, I do want to give you an update, as you see in the title. Uh, I did get some emails. Uh, just I checked them late last night and some early today. And uh, each and every one of you that spoke really love the mysteries of Babel. That seems to be something that everybody has really taken more focus in. And uh, that makes me feel good. And you like the firmament. And I even got a few of you saying that you loved um, the beginning of sorrows. Uh, Say so it was very informative and things of that nature. But one of you said that the mysteries of Babel actually brought those uh, other two, the firmament, glass ceiling, Babel, and um, the beginning of sorrows together. And family, that was the purpose. Uh, I didn't really plan it like that, but it was the purpose because I, it, it, it all related sort of like uh, backstories to the layout of what the next one was going to be. Uh, and I did get a couple of you that really liked releasing conflict and um, uh, what's the other one I did? B betrayal of the heart. I think that really touched a lot of you that had requested that uh, over a period of time. Uh, I and I did get I do remember reading um, on and off this morning some of your um, curiosities about the Black Adam movie. Some of you said that you really would like to know what I feel and think about Black Adam and what I do another podcast uh, like I did with the Superman, the um, the prophecies and, and, and the background of Superman. And uh, a lot of you saw, uh, looked into that, and uh, you really love the Superman one. So that really warms my heart to know that there are those of you who really took the time to uh, acknowledge that. I didn't know that I was going to have as many listeners when it came to the Superman prophecies and who Superman, the true story of Superman really was in comparison to some um, parallels to the Bible, him being like Yahshua. Uh, going through an initiation process 
uh, the house of El, which is God's, which in the Bible is called Beth El. Um, if you really haven't had a chance to check that out, make sure you look at the true or listen to the true story in the, in the, in the prophecies of Superman. Um, it's on here. It, it, you see the, uh, the, the picture of, um, I, I made it where you can have Christopher Reeves and Henry Cavill. Uh, so you'll definitely see that. And, and oh, uh, those of you that actually complimented me on the um, the the uh, the way I put it together. Yeah, I did that graphic wise. I put the whole Henry Cavill and Christopher Reeves on that cover with the uh, earth background. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, every now and again, I try to get creative for you guys to try to you know, intrigue you enough and entice you enough to want to hear and listen to what is what is about to be spoken of. Uh, mostly, mo- more than anything, I just hope the message and what I say is felt um, through love and inf- information. And uh, that's all I really care about. And just letting you know, you know, where we are and, and who we are and um, what our purpose as human beings and spiritual beings are and to give thanks and love and to the creator of all things and, and um, all that, man. We talk about any and everything. That's why I say that. But what I am going to tell you is I have decided um, as of today that I'm going to put together. Um, we'll, we'll see how I, I'll just do a little, a little small startup on Black Adam. I'm going to be talking about now, if you if you recall, I did a podcast a few weeks ago called the controversy, the controversial. I don't know. It was either called the controversies of the satanic movies or controversy of satanic movies, where I spoke about a little bit of Black Adam. But I really was getting into the satanic symbols in movies where there's, you know, people were saying, you know, oh, they don't see it. And um, if you go to that podcast, it was like 30 minutes, I think wasn't very long it was just a quick synopsis of what i thought and to point out some things and i I mentioned in the new black adam movie when i looked at the trailer at the time um because i believe this i said this i did this in september right so the black adam didn't come out until well today today's the 21st it actually comes out today worldwide but i know it um premiered in mexico a week ago so they got to see it before the world did. But anyway, um, I almost lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. In that controversial topic of the satanic movies, I mentioned Black Adam, but I mentioned there was a being in that movie called Sabat. Now, at the time I did the podcast, I didn't know the being's name at that point, but I was talking about the symbolism that he has on his chest, which is a Baphomet star of the goat. And he himself looks like a goat and he's an evil version. And all these things are is symbolic stories of the sons of God or uh, Revelations 12, where Michael and his angels fought the dragon and his angels. That's what these Justice League, Justice Society, uh, Avengers, Eternals, all these different movies of gods, fallen ones, beings from other planets, interdimensional entities, powerful godlike entities. That's what these storylines resemble. When you look into the uh, Sumerian tablets, you see the Anunnaki, right? You see um, all these different beings from Nibiru, right? Which in Egypt they call Nebheru. You see all these beings from different cultures, all these different types of gods. Uh, 
fighting to protect the planet, protect its inhabitants, or to just try to destroy, enslave, whatnot. And, you know, it's sort of the balance of the universe, the good versus evil, the light versus dark, the polarity of it all. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting what we're living in, the times that we're living in and what we're having to go through, not only in our own reality, but how things parallel and relate to us through movies, through uh, predictive programming and you, you name it, it's going on. And you see remnants of it in your own um, your own everyday life. And then we try to compare and contrast to, you know, spiritual doctrine, the Bible, um, the pyramid text, the same stuff that I say all the time. And then much more that I don't mention. So these things have fabrications of truth to them in various ways. And uh, that's why we you know, that's why we bring these topics up. You know, and um, it's knowledge is power, man. You know, we don't try to speculate anything. We try to put things together to show you that this is an actual thing. There's a pattern. There's something that's resembling this. And it's not just from people's creative imaginations. We've been seeing this from the beginning of time all the way up to now. It's just more prevalent and and more uh, more easier to spot now because we're looking for it and we see it. And it's right in our face. And they're no longer trying to hide it like they once were in terms of being... Um, you know, clandestine or, or you know, um, inconspicuous about it. You know, it, it, it's, it's more so, are you aware and smart enough to notice it? And even if you do, what can you do about it? We are in a time where things are heading into a whole nother shift of the way people think, the way people feel, act, uh, what we're being enticed to, what we're being introduced to. And we're evolving to such a degree through technologies that we're going to have to end up having an encounter, right, and, uh, with entities that we've always had or heard through mythological or through biblical or through any other, uh, you know, story that's dating back through uh, mystery, through ancient ancestral stories or whatever, where we had connected or made contact with the gods, right? Whether you want to call them aliens whether you want to call them demons, angels, gods, they're a little bit of all of the above, to be honest with you. Some are one and the same. Some are slightly different. Uh, various topics on, the, on, on, on that particular discussion. But uh, I am going to do a Black Adam uh, podcast. Now, what I'm waiting to do is I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> But I've been getting movie reviews, I've been going online and I've been listening to what people had to say. Some have given spoilers. So if you're not the type of person that wants to hear spoilers, make sure whatever videos you that you do check out with people's reaction to the movie, make sure it's not a spoiler. Make sure there's a spoiler alert to give you a update on whether or not they're going to tell you what's going to happen. If not, um, you know, then, you know, to each their own. But spoilers don't. Don't don't mess it up for me because I still got to see the movie. I look at a movie not only for its entertainment purposes, but I look at it for its symbolic. And sometimes you're not going to get everything when you first look at a movie because it's all new. And you look at it a second and a third time, you see more than you did before. You even understand more in the storyline than you did. And then you can compare that to the symbolic and the uh, subliminal meaning of, of what it really stands for and what you can capture in terms of Easter eggs or sim uh, emblems, uh, symbols. And then you compare it to stories that you've heard of in the Bible or in the cuneiform uh, tablets of the Sumerians or, or the Egyptians or whatever. And we mention those three things a lot on this show because they basically are the backbone of the religions, believe it or not. 
Uh, we do talk very little about Judaism, Islam, Christianity, which they're kind of like the youngest of the religious world in terms of uh, religion. But in terms of the belief systems, in terms of the things that have taken place, transpired or what is spoken of in these these uh, ancient texts, they're all synonymous. And that's why it's good to study the Qumran scrolls. It's good to study the Quran. It's good to study the Bible. It's good to study. And, it, and, and it's a study. It's good to study ancient culture in itself, geology, um, archaeology, you know, pantheon, um, mythology. It's, it's good to know what's what, who's who, because you see the similarities. You look at the timelines in which these things were created, who wrote them, what was taken out of them, what was speculated, what was said, the evidence that shows um, that these things actually existed. They were predating a, a certain time frame, whatever the case is. It's very intriguing, to say the least. And it's all your world. It's all your history. It's, it, it speaks a lot about a lot of things that, you know, a lot of modern mundane uh, science or, or, or teachings or revealing won't give you right away. They'll find a way around it. And then when it gets to a point where they can't deny it, then they have to come out and give it to you in, in, in increments and increments and bits and pieces. And you're already ahead of the game if you already know what's going on. So that's why we talk about these things on Free Will Radio. You know, uh, it's time for the truth to come out. We are living in the time of the revealing, a.k.a. revelations or apocrypha, if you will, which they call apocalypse, doomsday. But it actually simply means that, yes, there is going to be a war. There's going to be all that stuff. But it means simply the revealing of something to unveil that which is true, no longer hidden from the masses of people's conscious awareness, as well as from people knowing it overall. You just can't go by what the world is saying because the world is shrouded in darkness and uh, they clout your mind to be manipulated based on their agenda and, and what they want you to, to think more than anything. So just be aware of that. We are definitely going to do a Black Adam podcast. Um, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring some comparisons to Black Adam versus Superman. And I'm going to show you how, based on the comic book world, how powerful this entity really is. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit briefly about, from what I do know, the Justice Society. I know well about them in the comic books. I grew up, like I said, a big DC fan and Marvel. DC's number one for me as a kid because Superman's my guy. But I love Marvel. And, uh, you know, I know slightly... Uh, well, I know some things have changed since the times uh, in the comic book world. You got the multiverse now and you've got different writers that's given these characters uh, a different role or a different way of being looked at. Superman, believe it or not, has actually been dumbed down in terms of his intellect and his powers. Uh, but I think from what I'm gathering, they're trying to slowly get him back back to being like he used to be I noticed that when Zack Snyder did um, you know his Superman and Justice League movie from his version Superman was starting to show his true power again <clears throat> excuse me sorry about that and um, they're now talking about the return of Henry Cavill there are some spoilers and the new 
uh, Black Adam movie that just came out today that people have already seen have revealed. So I won't say anything about what it is yet. Some of you may know, some of you may not. And like I said, for those of you tuning in that may not want to hear spoilers, I'm not going to get into that. But what I'm going to get into is the, the comparisons of Black Adam, who he is, how powerful he is, um, where he stands in terms of what side is he on, good or evil. He's more so neutral. Now, he comes off more as a rogue entity. He has no, uh, apparently, his his main concerns don't concern him when it comes to human life. Now, he has a soft spot. He wasn't always an a-hole to what some people consider him as, um, but he will kill you. <laughs> and that's because he looks at humans as an ant. Now, he wasn't always a, a being of immense power himself. He, he was a, a mortal. He had sent himself a, a long time ago, probably within five to six thousand years of his existence. He became Black Adam by the wizard Shazam, uh, who imbued and bestowed upon him the powers of the ancient Egyptian gods. Because Black Adam is an Egyptian. He's from Egypt. And. He was made to be so powerful because his powers come directly from the ancient Egyptian gods themselves. That it makes him a god. And he's immortal. And if you look him up, you can get the actual full detailed uh, aspects of his character and his powers and abilities. And I'm telling you, he's got so many damn powers and he's so powerful that... Um, He's given Superman even a quite a run for his money, but Superman is just that powerful himself. And that's why I'm going to kind of give you a quick synopsis in the podcast about these two guys. But I'm mainly focusing on Black Adam because I feel like I did the Superman podcast pretty much. I only did it based on his comparisons to who he could be in terms of biblical and how that whole Superman thing was taken from the Bible. So. I'm going to leave that alone because we will be talking about Kal-El, a.k.a. Superman, again sometime in the near future. And I want to wait till I actually see the Black Adam movie, which I don't know when that is, but I'm, I'm going to try to see it sooner than later so I can get a little bit of what's going on with the movie and comparing it to the comic book world. And you know the comics are always going to have the edge over the movies. So for some reason, the movies don't quite make the characters stand out and they don't reveal their true power there's an entity in the movie who is the head of the justice society called dr fate dr fate is a cosmic entity now the man that bestows those powers he was a mortal man who was chosen and the helmet that he wears is actually the helmet of the god naboo now, if you recall the word Nabu family, I actually spoke about who Nabu was in the Mysteries of Babel because I was telling you about Nimrod and then I went into who King Nebuchadnezzar was and I also broke down in that part of Nebuchadnezzar's name, Nabu or Nabu or Nebo. And Mount Nebo is a mountain, but it also is the name of a god who's also referred to as either Nebo or Nabu. And I broke that down and the Mysteries of Babel. So if you haven't had a chance to hear the Mysteries of Babel, which I see a lot of you are tuning into, uh, you know, I like to check and see how things are looking, what people are looking into, what they're listening to. And a lot of you are just loving the Mysteries of Babel. Um, and it may have something to do with the precursors to what I did when I did uh, Firmament, Glass Ceiling and Babel. Well, 
Mysteries of Babel, I get into more details about what this whole Tower of Babel really is and how at the time, the giant, the mighty hunter, the mighty one known as Nimrod, who was the AKA the Antichrist of that time, what he was really trying to accomplish in Babylon. He's a Babylonian or he's, he's, he's known to be an Assyrian, Akkadian, all that stuff. But uh, the word Babel comes from the Akkadian word Babalu, which means a gateway or a doorway, right, to God or to the gods, right? And Babel or Bab-El, Bab, gateway or doorway to El, God, uh, is what that whole tower was based upon. And we're not just talking about somebody building a building into the skies, like all the way into space. We're talking about perhaps a portal in some kind of way that was directly in a specific area where they could conjure the sons of God to come down and this portal would open and they wanted to get their way into heaven because they were having a rebellion. Man, that is Nimrod and his comrades, his people wanted to go against God. Now, you know, that wouldn't have turned out right for them. Plus, the being that we know is God, if you want to call it that be- that title, is so powerful that no human flesh can look upon him without being disintegrated instantly. Right. So <laughs> thanks to mortal thinking, they, you know, they would just committed suicide, basically, in the presence of the most high. But here's the thing. There was definitely a way for them to get into heaven. And uh, we don't know what the outcomes of that would have been. Different environment, different type of energy. You're in the flesh. That's why it says no man has ever looked upon God. Now, they've had visions, right? And a lot of times these visions were either in dreams or then being taken out of the body. But to go into heaven in the flesh, no, they had to be transformed. When Eli... Uh, when Elijah or Elijah is his real name or Elias, however you want to say it, was taken in the chariot right away from Elisa. I mean, Elisha, right? His 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 student, his pupil. He was taken in the Merkaba or the chariot of the gods. Right. But as he went into heaven, he was transformed the same way as Yahusha, a.k.a. Jesus was when he ascended in the in the body, he transformed into light. Okay, now the angels that are in heaven, just like anybody that's in heaven, it's basically under the assumption that if you're in heaven, you have the ability to materialize into a human form. It's not truly a human form, but it's a form in which which you can take that looks human because there's a different type of material that these bodies we will get. That's why the Bible always puts emphasis on whenever we go into heaven, whether it's through the rapture or whether it's. as an as a spirit, there is going to be heavenly glorified bodies that we will be put and made into. We'll have new bodies. OK, remember, I told you all throughout all the different podcasts that when we do things like astral project, you have an astral body that, that resides on the astral plane. This is what your auric field is. It's a different aspect of different energy bodies that you possess or house in different frames of consciousness. To simply put that. Each time you go into a different state of consciousness, when you leave this dimensional plane, which is the third dimension, we call it, because it's based on three aspects that make it what it is. When you go into the fourth dimension, that's usually what the astral body resides in. Your consciousness leaves the third dimensional body you're currently in and goes into your fourth dimensional body. We call the astral body. There are different different types of bodies on different levels. 
Now, when you get to the heavenly abode where Yahuwah, the Most High is, those bodies can't reside there. There's bodies that he has to put you in, a body that's made for you to reside there. And you get that through initiation and being transformed. So even if that was over the top for some of you and you quite didn't pick it up, don't worry about it. We got plenty of time to get informed. Uh, I talk about it briefly and throughout different podcasts. Um, but anyway, I don't want to hold you up much longer. The whole point in this particular alert podcast was to give you an update. I'm very motivated after reading your emails and after seeing the trailer for quite some time now, the Black Adam trailer over a month or so. Um, I'm glad The Rock is the one playing Black Adam. No one could do it better than him. He actually resembles Black Adam in the comic book. Um, and he himself has been wanting to do this for a long time. He's been getting with DC and talking to those guys. And he's also, I don't want to say it, but he's also the reason why uh, Henry Cavill may be resuming his role in the DC movies for another Superman movie. Um, so anyway, you'll know why. <laughs> But this movie solely upon Black Adam. Obviously, it's called Black Adam, so we know who the main character of this movie is. He's the uh, antagonist of this movie. And uh, not antagonist, that's the wrong word. He's the protagonist, sorry. Protagonist means the main character of a story. Antagonist is somebody who antagonizes you, like harasses or badges you. But uh, anyway, he's the protagonist. He's the main character of this movie. And... Um, I hope that those of you who, who can appreciate comic books, characters, whether you like it for the action or the entertainment of the characters in that particular uh, universe, DC or Marvel. And then there are those who love that. Plus, they love the symbology, the hidden messages, the true meaning behind the movies. And that's what I love to do. I love it all, you know, and that's why I do these. So I'm going to definitely do a Black Adam. I'm probably going to do it in the next upcoming podcast. That's why I'm giving you an alert now. To let you know what's next. Uh, we're going to talk about Black Adam. His name is synonymous in itself. Now his true name in terms of character is called Tef. T-E-F. Some spell it maybe differently. Tef, Tef Adam. Who happens to be Black Adam. And I want you all to think about upon this. We've been talking about what? In some of these podcasts. We've been talking about Black Matter. Right? Anti-matter. Right? Dark Matter. They're all synonymous with one another. And... What I want you all to start thinking about is look at the names, break it down. There's so many different codes in the name Black Adam. Now, some of you off the top are going to say, because Adam in the Bible was black. Okay. That, <laughs> Adam was of dark descent. Yes. I'm not getting into whether he was African and all of that. At this point in time, we're talking about a code for melanin when we say stuff like that. But I'm not talking about him as a melanite. I want to talk. Well, that is important, too. But I want to talk about what the name Adam comes from as well. Not in the Hebrew. We know the word Adam is Adama, meaning from the dirt or, or from the ground, from from soil. But what Adam represents is the atoms, A-T-O-M. And this goes back to ancient Kemet. Atom or atom as an atom ray. Right. The sun or the hidden one. And the powerful one, all powerful one, uh, Atom Ray is where you get the word Ra from later. Ra is also the overhead or the seer or the supreme one, also known as the sun, S-U-N. And 
it's a lot of things we're going to talk about in terms of ancient Kemet, which is Egypt. And in the character storyline, if you know anything about or if you look into it, Black Adam is from Egypt. He's an ancient Egyptian. Now, the storylines in the comic book might be slightly different from the storyline that they portray him as in the movies. You know, they kind of always change it up a little bit. But nonetheless, if you look into it, you'll be very intrigued. And I'm going to bring that. Hopefully, I'm going to bring that entertainment and that intrigue, uh, intriguing information to you in this podcast. Uh, and then I'm going to go into who he is, what his what his whole purpose is and how powerful he is and who his rivals and, and enemies and arch nemesis are. So I'm going to get into a whole lot of that because it's a, it's a lot. But I want to give you a basic breakdown. And once I do that, if you haven't already looked at the movie, I'm going to probably do this podcast family today. It's Friday, October 21st of 2022. I might do it. It may come out by tomorrow. Saturday. So, you know, that's not that's not very long, but I'm going to give you a quick synopsis of it. I'm very excited. Your emails have motivated me to do it. It was something I had thought about doing at some point when this was about to come into uh, fruition, the movie. But your emails have really enticed me to do it now. So I'm, I'm definitely going to do it. Uh, I hope you all enjoy it. It won't be nowhere near as long as the Superman thing, but I will give you something to look into when you watch the movie, when you look this information up online about this character. And I'm going to also break down who Dr. Fate is. That's a very important thing you need to know because he's in the movie and I don't believe the movie and I haven't seen it, but more than likely the movie is not going to break him down nowhere. They're not going to make him nowhere near as powerful as he truly is in the comic books of DC. Dr. Fate is so powerful. He would easily defeat Black Adam. And I'll tell you why. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and cut it off. It's been a pleasure. Make sure you all, if you haven't already, go on to uh, juryofthenile.com. Now, I still have some things I'm working on. If you have some issues, I do recall a couple people saying that they went on there and, and it wasn't uh, any data or, you know, when they were trying to click on something to order something. So I'm working on that. Uh, bear with me. Okay. And I'm pretty new to it. So, you know, but I'm proud of it. I actually have invested in that. Um, it's going to be better than, than better. Um, I thank you all for your support. If you still would like to donate to Favorite Radio, the cash app is definitely the dollar sign, capital P, lowercase H-A-R-A-O-H-R-A-D as in David, I-O. That's the cash app for Favorite Radio. If you want to donate whatever you can, uh, please do. Uh, we're so gracious and thankful for whatever you've donated to help us as an um, organization, as a podcast. And, uh, you know, these 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 funds, they go toward Favorite Radio. They go into the websites. They go into a lot of those things. And don't go into, you know, my pockets for pleasure. It goes into investing. So it helps. Every little bit helps. And uh, I appreciate it. On that note, family. It has been a pleasure. Thank you again for all your support. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Some of you are really uh, intrigued by this. I am I am also. I also want to thank you all for supporting the recent podcast that we've been talking about, uh, getting a little bit more familiarized with how things are. And uh, we're just trying to keep it positive, man. You know, we all go through it. We all experience different things in life. We all have our down moments. We feel our losses, but... You know, we just have to maintain, help each other and keep the balance and, uh, you know, just pray, pray for me. I need it more than anybody uh, or just as much as anybody, shall I say. Uh, so anyway, love you all. 
Stay blessed, work hard, watch yourselves, and stay tuned. I'm your boy, Jerry Dadaw, signing off, saying to all those, peace and namaste. Pharaoh Radio. Y'all be blessed. Peace.